Welcome back to a brand new episode of the Carefree and Black Diaries. My name is Shakira and I'm the host here on this podcast. Now welcome, welcome to 2021. Happy New Year. First of all, I hope you had a Merry Christmas, a Happy Thanksgiving and everything in between. And I am so thankful to be out of 2020. Now, mind you, I know that there are those people that are like, listen, it's just a new year. That doesn't mean that the problems are going away. I get that we get that but let us have this moment okay let us enjoy the idea of a clean slate with 2021 because 2021 uh i hope is a breath of fresh air after the mess that we had to deal with in 2020 so back to the podcast <laughs> back to the podcast this is carefree and black diaries and here on this podcast we talk about everything from pop culture, politics, news, and everything in between. But most importantly, we talk about real life lessons and hopefully in a way that you can take it and implement it into your regular lives. I hope that's my goal here with this podcast, but I welcome you back. And I also welcome any newcomers to go ahead and subscribe via whatever platform you're using to listen to this podcast on. So that way you'll be notified every single time we have a brand new episode. Now, without further ado, let's hop into our carefree updates. All right, so let's kick off our carefree updates with a reminder to everyone in Georgia. If you are able to vote, if you are capable of voting, um, if you are registered, first of all, to vote in Georgia, make sure you go out and vote. Today is the deadline, January 5th, to vote for the U.S. Senate race. Um, look up the candidates, perform your due diligence, and go out and vote. This election is so critical to what these next four years will look like for us, okay? So, just go out and vote. I'm going to leave it at that. Now, secondly, let's get into some fun stuff. First of all, should I tell y'all where I've been? I should tell you where I've been, right? Yeah. Okay, so what had happened was, <laughs> what had happened was um, around October of last year, if you've been here for a while, um, if you follow me on my personal Instagram if you've seen me post different things, especially while I was in school, you know that I am particularly interested in working in film and television. I love movies. I love television and not just watching it. I actually love the production of it. I love what goes into everything behind it, right? So I went to grad school and one of my graduate certificates is in digital video production. Now, mind you, I am going to have an entire podcast episode coming up maybe next week or the week after next on a topic that I feel like is very important and it ties in with what I'm talking about. But I had just graduated the end of 2019 and I had got accepted into a program that was going to funnel me into LA to work in film and television. COVID happened. <laughs> It fell through, right? Because a lot of people's plans fell through with COVID. So I was here and I felt here as in home. And I felt like, you know, I'm stuck. I don't know what's next. Um, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get my foot in the door because in my mind, that was going to be my way to get my foot in the door. I came across this amazing opportunity to be an apprentice, to join an apprenticeship with a director who, if you've seen 
um, any black movies <laughs> recently. I'll say in the past 10 years, you are familiar with this director. So I got accepted into the apprenticeship and I had to leave. I had to move. And that required me to sleep on my friend's couch for weeks. I'm not going to lie. Um, it was very difficult for me to find somewhere to stay in Atlanta because y'all did not tell me how hard it is to find an apartment in Atlanta. Those people were playing with me. They were playing with me. But that's another story for another time. So basically, I live in Atlanta now and I am in film and television for real now. Like, for real, for real. And it's still hard for me to um, comprehend or wrap my mind around. But here we are. So that's why next week's episode is going to be um, particularly important, I think, for anyone who has an aspiration, something that they are trying to pursue. And if you are trying to reach out to people and you feel like you're getting some pushback from people or you feel like people are trying to keep you out of a room or keep you out of a space, next week's episode or the week after that is going to be very important for you. But enough of that right now. Let's get into some fun stuff. So have you all caught the new movies? I promise I will try not to have any spoiler alerts, but let's be real. I feel like these two movies that I'm about to mention to you, I feel like they've been out long enough for you to have watched them. So we're just going to talk about it really quickly. First things first is Disney Pixar's new animation entitled Soul. So it's basically about this musician. He's chasing his dream. Isn't that? Wow. I was just talking about that. We were just talking about that. But he's chasing his dream of becoming this big time, you know, naming headlights musician. Something happens to him and now he has to try to find his way back both literally and figuratively. And I think that is extremely important. Now, mind you, I have seen the critiques. Um, here is my opinion on like the think pieces and the people that feel like they have to find a way to nitpick everything. <laughs> like it's kind of annoying. I'm not going to lie. Um, it just it it feels like sometimes I ask myself, like, can we just have this one thing? Like, can we have this one thing? And it's not in a way to settle or in a way to feel like okay, we're just going to accept anything that people put out just because it's quote unquote black. But it's also, you know, my way of thinking is like, okay, are we going to find issue with every little thing? <laughs> and some of the critique is warranted. Some of it is not in my opinion, but people have varying opinions and that's what makes the world go around. But I highly suggest that you watch the movie Soul. And when you watch it, just watch it with like a, a clear slate, like, don't watch it to look for something to be wrong with it. I enjoyed it. I watched it three times. And also, there is also a new movie. How many times can I say also? <laughs> There's a new movie entitled Sylvie's Love. It is available on Amazon Prime. It is starring Tessa Thompson. And I am not going to even try to pronounce his name because I know I will butcher it. He is Kerry Washington's husband and he is a former NFL player turned actor and he was amazing. Like I think that that was my first time seeing him in anything. If I'm not mistaken, I believe I saw someone say that he was also in um the Madam CJ Walker um story on Netflix. 
but I can't remember him. However, he was amazing in Sylvie's Love. I was just like, oh my gosh, Carrie, I see what you see in him, girl. Like, I get it. I get it. But yeah, he did an amazing job. Tessa also did an amazing job. And the thing about Sylvie's Love, okay, so it's a period piece that is set back, I believe, the 50s or 60s. I'm not sure. I'm scratching my head. It's a period piece, right? And you have this young black love. It explores the dynamics of, you know, socioeconomic statuses when it comes to relationships and how I'm not okay. I'm not going to go that deep into it, but it's good. Okay. It's a love story and it's just a love story without a lot of trauma. Like, okay. So I, I, I hope this doesn't spoil anything for anyone who hasn't seen it yet. But there's this one point in the movie where he's leaving. I'm not going to give you too many details, but he's leaving in the car, right? And up until this moment, the movie had just been so not drama filled (laughs) that I felt like, oh, when he gets in his car and he travels to this new city, he's going to get in an accident. Like, not to sound morbid, but I was like, he's going to get in an accident and he's probably going to die. But that is... After the movie was over, I'm laughing, y'all. It's not funny. I promise it's not funny. But after the movie was over, I looked at my mom because my mom, my dad, and I, we all watched it together. And I was like, do you know how hard it is to watch a just a black love story where there is no one dying like that? Like, not in a, um, you know, like a tragic kind of way or, you know, someone being abused, like nothing like that. And I looked at my mom and I was like, you know, I thought he was going to die in a car accident just because we have been so conditioned to watch black trauma on film and feel like that is the normal, like that is the norm. That is what our experiences are like. Um, So we should just be okay with that. But I thoroughly enjoy Sylvie's Love. I did. Um, watch it on Amazon Prime. Check it out and let me know what you think. And lastly, our last carefree update before we get into our topic. Black History Moments is coming back with season two. Season two, finally, right? Like if you listen to Black History Moments um, season one, I'm sure you're kind of like girl finally so I launched Black History Moments August of last year and it was just hard for me to find a rhythm with it because the episodes have to be so detailed it's very much so different than how this podcast works on Black History Moments I'm doing a lot of research and reading and watching material to build up the life stories and fill in the gaps of these different Black history figures that we don't learn about, right? So it it takes a lot out of me, I'm not gonna lie, but we are back next Friday, January 15th at 9am, so go ahead and search Black History Moments on your favorite podcast app, subscribe. If you haven't listened to any of them before, you can catch up on the episodes that are up there and you can get ready for next week. Spread the word, tell a friend to tell a friend because we are learning about Black history. All right, here's a break from our sponsor and then we're going to hop into our topic of the day. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, so let's get into our topic of the day or week, I should say. So let's talk about lessons, right? So I did a podcast episode like this last year, and I will link it in the description of this particular episode. If you would like to go back and listen to that one from last year for a refresher, if you listened to it before or if it's your first time listening to it, I will put the link in the description box. But I know a lot of people like to kick the year off, especially, you know, going into the new year. People love to talk about goals that they have um, for the year ahead. And I have the same. Like, I have my goals written down that I would like to achieve this year. But I think it's more beneficial for us to talk about lessons as we start the year off. So there's nothing wrong with setting goals for yourself. But I like to talk about lessons that I go back to throughout the course of the year because they help keep me grounded, to be honest. And they help me remember that there's more to life than just trying to hit all of these goals that we have planned. So here's what I do. And if you would like to do the same, hint, hint, you probably should. Um, Then I think it will help you in 2021 to remember that you are more than a list of goals and your time is valuable and limited. So during the time that you do have here, do you want to spend the majority of it consumed with goals or do you want to work towards those goals while also having lessons that ground you and remind you to enjoy life as well so the choice is yours but today we're going to talk about lessons so here's how we do things here just in case you're a newbie on the block so when we have an episode like this i encourage you to pull out a notebook So find a notebook that you like and that you will remember to actually go back to, you know, and open it up to a blank page. So at the top of that blank page, write 21 lessons for 2021. So throughout this episode, I'll be giving you my 21 lessons and also the reasoning behind them, however short or however long. And you can take a few of those lessons that apply to you or take all of them. Or after the episode is finished, you can create your own lessons. But the objective here is for you to leave this episode with little reminders or lessons that you can revisit during the year. 2020 was hard and I'm hoping and praying uh, that 2021 is kinder to all of us but no matter what we have control over what we put down on this paper and also what we implement in our lives so let's get into it. So the very first lesson that I wrote down as I was, you know, creating my personal list of lessons that I wanted to remember this year was this. And if it doesn't make sense, just stick with me. okay? but the lesson says sometimes the bird in the bush is waiting on you. Now, that may sound familiar if you are if you've heard the term not term phrase um, a bird in hand is worth more than two in the bush. So. 
what that phrase means when you hear people say it is that, you know, sometimes you have an opportunity in your grasp that is, you know, right there for you. You know, it's guaranteed, but you see something else in the bush. You see two other opportunities or something else waiting for you or that you think may be a great fit for you. And sometimes you can let what's in your hand. So what's guaranteed go while you're trying to chase something that's in the bush and it's not guaranteed it could fly away, right? And so I've always kind of lived by that, like that way of thinking because I had heard it so much and I felt like, okay, why risk this good thing that I have right here? And a lot of times that was to my own detriment because that not only applies to like career opportunities or academic opportunities, but also relationships. So sometimes you can be in a relationship where you feel like you have this thing that's working for you. And this new bird comes around and is like chirp, chirp, trying to get your attention. And you feel like you can't let go of the one that's in your hand already, even if it's not a good bird. Okay, Um, so sometimes I put the lesson as sometimes the bird in bush is waiting on you, particularly because of what I mentioned briefly during the carefree updates where I had this opportunity to go and live and work in Los Angeles. And, you know, that was what was going to happen. That was going to be my way in. And I was just so set on it. So that was my bird in hand. And by living, you know, and really applying my life to that phrase, a bird in hand is worth more than two in the bush. I, I'm not going to say I missed out on opportunities, but I did um, spend a lot of time going back and forth feeling bad right like feeling like okay if I go and seek out something else what if I hear back or what if they get the program back on track in Los Angeles and then I'm not going to be able to do that so I felt like the opportunity in Atlanta was the bird in bush for me the bird that was waiting on me to put that other bird down (laughs) to put that Los Angeles bird down and come and pick that up so think about that If it applies, go ahead and write it. If it does not apply, let it fly. No pun intended. Lesson number two is home will always be there. Don't feel obligated to stay there just because it's home. So that is something else that I struggle with. I've lived in um, my hometown since I was born. I was born and raised here. I never left. Um, I didn't go to school anywhere else. I got my undergrad degree from here, a university here, FAMU to be exact. And when I graduated from FAMU, I went and got my master's across the tracks, literally across the tracks at Florida State University. So I never left. And a part of me felt like, what's going to happen when I leave? How will they carry on without me? And that may sound um, like, it may sound like, girl, who do you think you are? But I've always felt like this deep-seated like responsibility to always be there for my family and I felt like if I leave everything's gonna fall apart (laughs) like I'm the glue that's holding everything together when really that way of thinking was a disguise I'll say for what I really felt was just that I wasn't ready like I was scared to leave um and I knew eventually I was going to have to especially doing what I do I cannot do it here (laughs) so I knew I was going to have to leave, but when the opportunity came, it was so quick, literally so quick that I didn't even have time to think about it. So 
Remember that home will always be there. Sometimes it's good for you to leave and don't feel like you have to be obligated to stay in a certain place just because your family's there. Because it's familiar, right? So don't feel like that. Lesson number three, take all the pictures and take all the videos. A lot of people lost people last year. A lot of people are grieving people that they lost, you know, whether it's to COVID or anything else. But I think it's so sometimes we can get like caught up in the moment that we forget to take pictures or forget to document moments. So that's what this particular lesson is about. Don't forget to document moments and memories because it's you just never know. So I had this aunt, my aunt Lucille, and she lived in Central Florida and my family and I would go and visit her. And so my aunt Lucille, she did not play. So but she had a soft spot for me. Don't tell anybody else, but she had a soft spot for me, whether she wanted to say it or not. But she was always like, you know, older black people where they're like, don't take my picture. I don't take pictures. What is that? Like, what is it with that? I don't know. But she was always like, don't take my picture. Um, I don't like pictures, blah, blah, blah. So one particular time, it was the very last time we went down there to see her. I had a disposable camera. So this tells you how long ago this was. Okay. I think this was like 2007. I maybe was in seventh, sixth grade, but I had a disposable camera and I was really into like pictures and photography. So I would take pictures of anything. And so I asked her if I could take a picture of her and she was like, "Mm -mm, I don't take pictures. I haven't taken a picture in 20 years. And I was just like, you know, Aunt Lucille, just let me take a picture. And she said, okay, one, I took the picture of her. And that was the very last picture that anyone had ever taken of her before she passed. And so I wanted to share that story to remind you all to take pictures, document people's lives document you know how they looked and how they made you feel I don't have enough pictures with my friends and now I have gotten a lot better with taking pictures of my family members because you just want to have something to remember them by so take all the pictures take all the videos this year I don't care if people are like you're so annoying put the camera down just tell them I want to remember this moment so take all the pictures, take all the videos. Next lesson is you are not what you do. So this one, when I came up with this one for myself, I have to remember this one, especially if I don't remember anything else, I need to remember this one. As I told you all, I was watching um, Soul and it really drove home this thought that I had had all year, 2020, since the beginning of COVID and It was through that, you know, it helped me, you know, really realize what it was that I was trying to put into words. And it's the thought that you are not what you do. So often when you ask people, you know, who are you? Our initial answers sound a little like I'm a doctor or I'm a student at the university or I'm a tutor or I'm a mother. And it's like, okay, that's cool. But who are you? Like those things are what you do or labels that you have attached to you, but they aren't who you are at your core. And I realized that especially during, you know, quarantine, during the lockdown we had because everything stopped. So before quarantine, I was editing videos. So when people ask me, who are you? Oh, I'm a video editor or I work in production. 
And then when that stopped, I had this moment in time where I was like, okay, who am I? Like, if I don't have those things to do, then am I that? And it's almost like that question of if a tree falls in the forest and no one is there to hear it, doesn't make a sound. To me, those two ways of thinking are particularly related. So during lockdown, I had to rediscover who is Shakira. Like, outside of being a podcast host, outside of having this degree or that degree, outside of being on social media, who are you? So really think about that and think about the answer to that question. Who are you? And just remember that you are not what you do. The next one is super important because I think that I'll venture to say that maybe 95% of us struggle with this at some point in time to some extent or another. Don't let social media dictate your happiness. Let me say it again for the people in the back. Don't let social media dictate your happiness. I had to unfollow a lot of people. I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Some of our favorite influencers, I have had to unfollow. And it's not in a way of, you know, like, I don't want to see them doing good, but we are human. And it's natural for us to draw comparisons. So when someone's birthday comes up and you see them with these big balloons behind them and you're like, wow, she's just 23. I haven't accomplished as much as she has. And I'm 25 or I'm 27 or I'm 32. Like it doesn't matter. But the goal and the idea is to not let social media dictate your happiness. If you need to unfollow people in order for you to stop drawing comparisons between you and Jackie Ina or you and Arnell or you and Sweetie, I don't know, whoever your person may be, um, then do that. Like protect your sanity and remember that everyone's life journey is different. Your journey is going to look a lot different from the girl across the street from you. And that is okay. All right. Now, next, going along the same lines of that, the next lesson is you deserve happiness. You deserve it. Sometimes it's hard for me to even comprehend that thought. It's a simple thought, right? Like, it's easy enough to even just say like, oh, you deserve happiness. But do you really feel like you, you? listening, deserve happiness. I was talking to my friend about this, this idea um, a few weeks ago. And I was, we were both saying that, you know, when it feels like too much good is happening, you start kind of like looking around like, hold up, who's pulling my leg here? Like, when is Ashton Kutcher going to come out and say, psych? You don't deserve that. Like, you don't deserve nice things. But if you are a person like that, and we were saying that we realized that when it feels like so much good is happening, we're waiting on the next ball to drop. Like, okay, too much good has been happening. So something bad is going to happen. But just think about it. You deserve happiness. You deserve good things to happen to you you deserve smiles you deserve laughter and just the idea that you feel like okay too much of this is like too I'm feeling too good like I might need to reel it in before something bad happens that's a problem but it is something that I am going to work on this year and I encourage you to do the same next lesson is important (laughs) like all of these are important but 
This one is no, you are not asking for too much. And I mean this in several ways. One is I have this terrible habit of feeling like I'm asking people for too much, right? Like, okay, I need this, but I'm going to ask for this because they might not even give me what I ask for, but I really need this over here. Um, And I was talking to my friend Abigail about this one because she, okay, y'all, this may sound like ludicrous to some of y'all, but you know, I had gotten her a Christmas gift and she texted me a few days later and she was like, do you need anything for your new apartment? And I was like, no, I'm good. And she was like, she texted me back. I wish I could pull up the text. She texted me back and she was like, are you sure? Do you need a toaster? Do you need this? Do you need that? And so I text her back and I was like, okay, I do need a toaster. (laughs) I do need a toaster. And she was like, I knew it. And I was telling her, like, I'm trying to get in the habit of like telling people what I need and not feeling like I'm asking too much by doing that. And that is not only just like in friendships and stuff, that's also in like career when you feel like people aren't paying you what you're worth, that's also in relationships. Like, I like flowers. I like flowers. Do I tell people I like flowers? No, <laughs> because then I feel like I'm asking for too much. If you're going to give me flowers, I feel like I would want you to give them to me because you want to give them to me, not because I was asking you to give me flowers. So, Don't feel like you are asking for too much because you're not. Next, you are not people's perception of you. I saw a great quote the other day and I wish I screenshot it. It was on Twitter. Listen, the gems are on Twitter. The life gems are on Twitter. There's also a lot of craziness on Twitter. So you take the good where you can. But someone said something along the lines of like, people's perception of you um how you live in people's head is not your responsibility it was something like that and it's taken me a long time to realize that and feeling like okay if there are five people in the room all five of them have a different perception of who I am in their mind like that's even wild to think about right but All of them have a different perception of who I am. Now, it's not up to me to feel like I need to satisfy every perception of those five people because I live outside of their minds. I live outside of their perceptions. Now, their perceptions are just that. It's just that. Like, that's what they think. That's what they feel. And it's not your responsibility to live up to. Now, this next lesson is another one of my favorites. And it says, if you feel like you have no more improvements to make, you have a long way to go. I am of the belief that we should always be evolving. We should be constantly changing. We should be constantly improving um, our lifestyles, but also who we are as people. Like, And if you feel like you're just so perfect, like you have it all together, you have it all figured out. You don't (laughs) like you don't. The wisest person is the person that knows that they don't know everything. So remember that one. okay? the next one is very cut and dry. It's easier to tell the truth. It is so easy to just tell the truth. Have you ever Okay, have you ever heard older black people say um, when you tell one lie, you got to tell another. 
And they said just like that. <laughs> and when you tell one lie, you got to tell another. So it's always just best to be truthful. It Honesty is the best policy. That's what they teach you in elementary school. So if you just tell the truth up front about something, you don't have to go back and cover your behind later. <laughs> it's as easy as that. Next lesson is time you spent laughing and enjoying yourself is always time well spent. And I wrote that down because we have this idea of if people aren't constantly being productive and by productive, I mean like creating something or working or just spinning on this hamster wheel that we're wasting our time and life is not that like life is not constantly creating something all the time life is enjoying the time that you have here for the time that you have it so don't feel like okay um I want to laugh and talk with my friend and catch up on the phone for like 30 minutes but I need to send this report in um and I'm gonna feel bad if I talk to my friend instead of working on this report that's due in two weeks Time management is key, but remember that time is always well spent when you spend it laughing or enjoying yourself. Next, after that, along the same lines, the next lesson is give yourself a break. By break, I mean it two ways. Give yourself a break when it comes to not having it all figured out. Like, we're human. We don't know everything. What did I say? If you feel like you know everything, you have a lot to learn. So give yourself a break, like be gentle with yourself, but also give yourself a break. Literally give yourself a break, <laughs> like put down the work, put down the phone, sit on the balcony, sit on a chair outside, go for a walk for five minutes and give yourself a break like you need it. Your body needs it. Your brain needs a break. Now, this next lesson is age is a blessing, not something to fear. And I had to put this one down because I'm getting a little older, you know, a little older, but better. <laughs> I'm getting older, but better. And as you know, the years continue to come. I feel myself feeling like I'm almost reaching my expiration. I know that sounds crazy, right? It sounds insane. But I feel like that way of thinking comes because when you go on social media, not just social media, when you pull up Google and you go to any fashion magazine site or something, you will, you're guaranteed to find some article somewhere where someone was like, oh my gosh, Tracy Ellis Ross turned 48. She doesn't look a day over 32. Oh my gosh. Michelle Obama is 50. I don't know how old Michelle Obama is. So I'm sorry if I'm adding some years. Um, Michelle Obama is 50. She doesn't look a day over 45. Wow. Wow. Women still look good after 30. And so it's just like, like y'all know I'm telling the truth, right? Like, it's just this idea that people feel like as women age, the less value they add to society. And we might have to talk about that one. I need to write that down because that's a great topic, actually. And feeling like, okay, so I'm turning... 27 this year am I turning 27 yes oh girl I'm getting up there I can't even remember my age off the top of my head but to be fair having a quarantine birthday really like I feel like my birthday was just two months ago like I feel like time has really flew um 
So anyway, yeah, feeling like, okay, I'm turning 27 soon, almost 30. Um, After that, what's next? Like, I no longer have my youth. But that's because throughout, you know, film and television, throughout magazines, throughout um, journalism, there's always this focus on a woman's age. And it's ridiculous. So age is a blessing, not something to fear. So we are almost done, y'all. I promise. I know we've been talking for a while, but the next lesson is you will never know until you try. You'll never know if something is going to work out. You'll never know if the shoe is going to fit. You'll never know if that opportunity is for you or not until you actually try your hand at it. The best thing you can do for yourself is to actually try things, try new things. Don't be afraid. And I'm preaching to myself while I'm telling you all this as well, because there's something that I'm particularly afraid of um, facing very soon. But it's going to happen. Right. And the best thing I can do is just dig my heels in and try it instead of living with the regret for the rest of my life. Like I should have done that thing. Like I should have actually tried it, but I didn't. And now I'm upset with myself. Next, starting is the hardest part of anything, of anything guaranteed on this side of the earth. Starting is the hardest part. The next lesson is do nothing without intention, even if that means just the intention of eating a burger and enjoying it. I know that a lot of times when we think about intention, we feel like it has to be this deep spiritual awakening surrounded around our goals and aspirations in our life. And yes, I get it. But sometimes you can just have the intention to drink some tea today. Sometimes you can have the intention to journal for two minutes. Sometimes if you are feeling low enough, it may just be your intention to get out of bed and wash your face. And that's okay. Like we've been dealing with a lot, but the goal here is to just make sure that you are trying to do everything that you do with intention. And it doesn't always have to be this like deep kind of thing. Next, I promise we are almost done. Next is health is wealth. Okay. Even if you are young, quote unquote, Um, Things happen. So take care of your bodies. Take care of your minds. Take care of your hearts and your spirits. Go to the doctor. Get a physical this year. Like, Take vitamins. Go for walks. Do some yoga. Meditate. But remember that health is wealth. And it's better to do stuff on the front end instead of having to pay for it on the back end. And by that, I mean it's better to and easier and more affordable to take care of your body now. Now, mind you, anything can happen Um, genetics is a thing. So just take care of your bodies in the best way that you can. Number 18, we're almost there. This one is be still. Um, Maybe you can't hear the answer because you're making too much noise. A lot of times we feel like, okay, I'm waiting for the answer to this thing, or I want to do this, but I'm waiting on the answer. All the while, you're like making all this noise and still trying to make it happen on your own. So be still, like just be still, be silent, be quiet, still, stillness. Answers come to you in stillness. 19, negative thoughts are not something to fear. Acknowledge them and then you go from there. So that one, I definitely had to write down for myself because I would always feel like, okay, if I have a negative thought, I need to just immediately try to think something positive right after, right? 
But I found, and everyone's different, but I found that it's easier for me to, instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I just thought something negative about myself. Okay, let me think about something else. Instead of diverting my attention away from that thought, which will eventually arise again, um, I acknowledge it. So I think, what's something that I thought the other day? Uh, I think I was thinking about something and I was like, but I'm not good enough. And then my first thought was like, okay, I need to think about something positive. But instead, you know, I had wrote down my lessons for the year. I was like, no, I am having a negative thought. I am acknowledging that my negative thought is saying to me that I am not good enough for this thing. That doesn't make it true. But that also doesn't make the thought any less there. (laughs) doesn't make it any less present in my mind. So I acknowledge that I thought about it. But here's why I am good enough. So think about it like that. Now, this next one is closed mouths don't get fed. Ask for help. Like people are not mind readers. And I have to remember this because I would much rather, you know, not have to ask for something um, and just hope that people could read my mind and just know off rip that I need help. But people don't know unless you tell them. So closed mouths don't get fed. And that goes with just about anything in your life. If you won't open your mouth and say what you need, how do you expect people to know? Okay. And the very last lesson, if you made it to the end of this episode, shout out to you. You are a trooper. But the last lesson is be present. Every gift Every gift, every moment is a gift. Be present, every moment is a gift. And if 2020 did not teach us anything else, I feel like it taught me that every moment that we have with others, with ourselves, um, is a gift. It truly, truly is a gift. And just be present as much as you can. Um, Put the phone down. After you take pictures, of course, (laughs) to document, but, you know, be present in the moments and in the memories that you are currently making with others. Just be present. Now, you can follow us on Instagram at Carefree and Black Diaries. You can follow us on Twitter at Carefree B-L-K-P-O-D. That's Carefree Black Pod. We are also on Facebook, Carefree and Black Diaries. And don't forget to stay black and carefree and i will see you guys talk to you guys in the next episode of the carefree and black diaries bye guys